0: there's three words written up at the front here okay I'm gonna stand on the chair okay is Lord Jesus okay Jesus is Lord okay brothers and sisters that is truth that is that that is all we have to hold on to sometimes that Jesus is Lord he has won everything he has done everything he has paid the price He has paid the price. Many of us are absolutely crammed down with situations, circumstances, pains, anguishings, problems, family disputes, etc., etc. We're run down with it. But there is one truth, and that is that Jesus Christ is Lord. That's not being insensitive. That's not being uncaring. But Jesus is Lord. He is Lord when we're in pain, when we're in anguish. And Jesus is also full of compassion. He is full of compassion. The Lord has been saying to me for the last 24 hours, people are in isolation, isolation. People feel isolated. People feel alone. They feel isolated. And many of them have made themselves isolated. And today there is freedom because Jesus is Lord. I say that from a position of weakness, but I say that from a position of truth. Janet is absolutely right. I will praise the Lord For he is good and his love endures forever. The children of Israel, they sang the Song of Ascent. What is it? For he is good and his love endures forever. Brothers and sisters, don't turn off for the next 20, 40 minutes. I want my coffee as much as everyone else does. But he is good and his love endures forever. Let's just sing that. A bit slower though. (laughs) You are good, you are good. And your love endures. You are good. You are good. And your love endures. You are good. You are good. And your love endures. Today, Keep if you if you're sick, or if you if you're sick, or if you feel isolated, stand now. Just stand where you are. If you're feeling sick, unwell, or you're feeling isolated, let's stand up. We're going to pray for one another. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, guys. No manipulation, because God is good. Just today. Let's lift up our eyes to Jesus. You You are good. You are good. And your love endures. You are good. You are good. And your love endures. You are good. You are good. And your love endures. Today. Now just be healed as we worship, just look to him and let him come and deal with you. Look to Jesus and let him work in you, for he is good and his love endures forever. You are good, you are good, and your love endures today. One last time. You are good, you are good, and your love endures You are good, you are good, and your love endures. You are good, you are good, and your love endures today. Let me read this over those who are standing, and those who are unable to stand but would like to. It's from Isaiah 41, verse 9. I took you sorry but you o israel o servant my servant jacob whom i have chosen your descendants of abraham my friend i took you from the ends of the earth from the furthest corners i called you i said you are my servant i have chosen you and not rejected you i have chosen you and not rejected you so do not fear for i am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Oh boy, I hope I get to that later. Sometimes we're searching for our enemies. We're searching for people to run us down, criticize us. We're searching for the problems. We're looking for something to go wrong. But though you search, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand. I don't shout to you from afar and boss you around. I take you by the hand and I say, do not fear. I will help you. Church, let's pray for our brothers and sisters who are standing. Father God, we pray by your Holy Spirit for our brothers and sisters as they stand. Father, we pray that they would know your right hand holding them, upholding them. Lord Jesus, that they would know a fresh encounter with your Holy Spirit. That Father minds would be eased, that peace would come. Lord Jesus, you went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. Lord says, if you are hiding yourself, then step out and show yourself because he wants to reveal his love to you. I don't say that in an emotional or flippant way. I say that as something one has to work through. But He loves you with an everlasting life. The Lord does not reject you. He welcomes you because Jesus is Lord and he has won the price. Father, I pray that your word would come and heal my brothers and sisters. I pray for people who are listening to this who are isolated and who have made themselves isolated that your spirit would so infuse their spirit that your deep would speak to their deep and Father, Father there would be a start of freedom like the Bonanza map there would be a flame and it would start as a little flame and it would spread and Father that we will see freedom in this church we will see freedom for people who are bound up freedom because Jesus came to set people free Father, do it in my life too. Do it in our lives. In Jesus' name. Step out. Show yourself in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, folks. We'll, um, we'll, we will pray again at the end. Isn't God good? Yes. Isn't God good? God is good all the time. All the time. We used to sing that song, didn't we? God is good. All the time, put this hymn of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. All the time, I don't feel it because I'm proud and stuck up. Yeah? God God is good. God is good. He loves us. He loves us. Jesus, let's pray. Father, we want to thank you so much for your love. Jesus, we want to thank you that you have won the victory. Lord Jesus, our big problem is always trying to apply that to our lives. But, Lord, we we say we can do nothing without you. We thank you, Lord, that there is not a, a discount offer today. But you have everything for us. You provide everything for us. You provide peace of mind. You provide life. You provide friendship. You put us into a family. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, please do your work. In me, in us. Father, let your word speak to us now, I pray in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God. Goodness gracious. Growing in unity. Very tempted to leave it, but I'm going to be disciplined and stick to this. But as I speak the word, and in, in a way, it's quite a strange kind of word to share. Just allow the Holy Spirit, just to carry on working in your heart. If you find yourself drifting off, then just go with the Spirit of God. Go with the Spirit of God. Just relax and let the word wash over you like water so we come to the second part of growing in unity Uh, last time we looked at cause um, three cores of unity which was being together looking at our motivation and submission and um, I'm going to skim through um, the next part which is growing in unity too and I'm going to look at a few tips on how we can damage unity Okay, so a few tips on how we can damage unity very important to know how to do it you see and it's also very important to know what I shouldn't do. So let's uh, make a jump to Numbers chapter 12. And in all that I share this morning, remember, Jesus loves you and he is a God of grace. That this is the word of God. And uh, we must be true to the whole word of God, not just to the nice cuddly bits. So, Numbers 12. Miriam and Aram began to talk against Moses because of his Cushite wife, for he had married a Cushite. Has the Lord spoken only through Moses, they asked. Hasn't you also spoken through us? And the Lord heard this. Now Moses was a very humble man, more humble than anyone else on the face of the earth. At once the Lord said to Moses, Aaron and Miriam, come out to the tent of meeting all three of you. So the three of them came out. Then the Lord came down in a pillar of cloud, and he stood at the entrance to the tent and summoned Aaron and Miriam. When both of them stepped forward, he said, listen to my words. Oh, boy. When a prophet of the Lord is among you, I reveal myself to him in visions. I speak to him in dreams. But this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him I speak face to face. Wow. Pre-Jesus, I speak face to face. Clearly with him and not in riddles, for he he sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you afraid to speak against, not afraid, to speak against my servant Moses? The anger of the Lord burned against them and he left them. When the cloud lifted from the tent, there stood Miriam, covered in leprosy like snow. Aaron turned towards her and saw that she had leprosy. And he said to Moses, please, my Lord, do not hold against us the sin that we have so foolishly committed. Do not let her be like a stillborn infant coming from its mother's womb with its flesh half eaten away. So Moses cried out to the Lord. Oh, God, please heal her. Wouldn't it be great at the end of every Sunday morning to hear us shouting out, oh, God, please heal her. Oh, God, please heal him. The Lord replied to Moses, if her father had spat in her face, she would not have been in disgrace for seven days. There's a motto, church motto, perhaps we put it outside. Awful, isn't it? It's in the book. Confine her outside the camp for seven days. After that, she can be brought back. So Miriam was confined outside the camp for seven days, and the people did not move on till she was brought back. After that, the people left Hazaroth and encamped in the desert of Paran. I do apologise that I fall over my words because I still find reading quite difficult. So, just have to be vulnerable there if I smudge my words a bit. So, what 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 ways can can, can um, unity be damaged? Well, criticism and gossip, especially about leadership, it's a classic, isn't it? I mean, they the people were, were in has a wrath. Now, the root of that word is courts, and uh, it also means God sees. So that's not a very smart place to start running everybody down, is it? Now Moses and Aaron and Miriam were related. You can see that from um, Exodus, brother and sister. And uh, sometimes being in the family can bring over familiarity. And again, it's true in the church. We all get on well with John and David and we can have a bit of a laugh with them. But we have to be careful that we don't become over familiar and then get to a stage where we cross the line and get a little bit critical or whatever. Now Miriam, now, Miriam was a great girl because she had been the first person to respond in worship after they had come through the Red Sea. So let's, let's go back to the word. In Exodus 15, I'll just read it. This is a couple of verses. <coughs> Exodus 15, and best to start at verse 19. So the children of Israel had come through the Red Sea, and Pharaoh's army had been destroyed. Phenomenal thing that had happened. So verse 19 of chapter 15 says, When Pharaoh's horses, chariots and horsemen went into the sea, the Lord brought the waters of the sea back over them, but the Israelites walked through the sea on dry ground. Hallelujah. Then Miriam, the prophetess, Aaron's sister, took the tambourine in her hand, and all the women followed her with tambourines and dancing. And Miriam sang to them, Sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. The horse and its rider has been hurled into the sea. What a wonderful woman. She was a prophetess. She was a worshipper. She went for it. They'd come through all of this, and she went, praise the Lord, and she was off. Fantastic. However, you start doing that a bit, you kind of get the sense, maybe I'm a little bit more in the inner circle of what God's doing. See myself as a bit higher up than I am. Perhaps pride was working in her heart. So she kind of felt okay, just to make a few little comments about Moses. The path from spiritual high to spiritual arrogance can be one step. Did you notice something in in, uh, Numbers, returning to Numbers chapter 12, verse 1? It says, Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses. So it shows that Miriam was taking the lead, but have you noticed that that Aaron didn't take any responsibility. He didn't nip it in the bud and say, hang on, just stop right there. No. As men, when I mean, I'm not saying women do the gossiping because us men can be terrible. But as men, husbands, brothers in the church, we need to take responsibility. Not only with the ladies, but with us men as well. Just to nip things in the bud if we think they're getting a bit out of hand. Especially when it comes to helpful comments. About leadership at whatever level. When you hear brothers or sisters saying. Well hasn't God spoken to me as well. Danger. Let the red light flash. Be very very wary. Well I know Steve's got this word. But of course <laughs> I've got this word. I mean doesn't God speak to me too. Very dangerous territory. Has God said. Did God really say. Do you remember who said that. Mm. The baddie. In Genesis 3, 1. Did God say? No. Careful, guys. So Miriam and Aaron's assessment. Verse 3. Completely wrong. (laughs) Completely wrong. They were completely wrong. Moses was a humble man. Verse 4, God speaks. Verse 5, God turns up. And don't we long for God to turn up? Oh, Father, come. Lord, we long for you to turn up. There are times when it's better that God doesn't turn up. Verse 9. Has this got to be one of the worst verses in the Bible, along with the beginning of Ezekiel? The anger of the Lord burned against them, and he left them, and the cloud lifted. That is terrifying. As we know, Miriam was leprous, so that, that means she faces exclusion, loneliness, and death. Interestingly, it's Aaron who repents. It doesn't say Miriam repented. It says Aaron repents. There's probably a theological reason, not sure. But again, it was his responsibility. He took some responsibility. A bit late, but us chaps, we usually get there eventually. But he had to take responsibility. And isn't Moses wonderful? In verse 13, he cries out to the Lord. He doesn't hold a grudge. He doesn't say, Well, actually, you know, now you're leprous. Perhaps we can have a little chat about your attitude. He prays to God. He shows what a gracious and humble man he was. He proves that God was right in verse 3. He is a humble, humble man. I simply say this. Maybe it's time for us to start to pray for those who have hurt us, those who have criticised us, and we pray that they would be restored and that we, we would be restored. Because this goes around the world, I'm not going to give you any stories, but if you know there's anyone in the past you need to get something right with, get it right. It's great. Numbers 12, 15. The people were unable to move until it was resolved. I would suggest that the Bible indicates that one person's disobedience can hold up the whole people of God from moving on. I'm not trying to be heavy. But I'm just trying to be true to the word of God. Because the Old Testament and the New Testament are the word of God. You know, a major sin like that can hold up the whole of the, uh, whole of the people of God. So just check ourselves that we're okay. Fine, Lord, I'm okay. I make mistakes day to day, but yep, yeah, I'm okay. Fine, move on, not to worry. I had a situation over 20 years ago where we'd been in a church many years before and we'd had a pastor who I didn't think was charismatic enough and energetic enough and, and uh, I started getting a bit Niggly inside, and just shared that for prayer with a few people, you know, just to pray. And um, four four years later, uh, we went to a meeting with Bob Mumford. He came to our church, absolutely fantastic, and he spoke about the um, the Midianites. And love to share that word here, maybe one day. It's absolutely fantastic. But he talked about having to go and resolve issues and and go back to people and apologise. And I was working at the time, um, weekends, I was working bank holidays. I phoned up this chap and I went down to see him after a long weekend at work. And it was a bank holiday Monday. I got there about half past six in the evening. I was dirty, I was grubby. I'd had customers in my face for I don't know how many hours. And I was tired. And he opened the door He said, take your shoes off, I don't want shoes on my carpet. I thought, hallelujah. Uh, He's not in this country, this guy, now, so it's okay. And and I got in there and I just said, look... um, pick a name I I always say Fred but I can't say Fred I said look now mm, I just come round. I want to apologize I'm really sorry I was critical of you four years ago and and I'm really sorry I repent of that and and I just want I want God to bless you and to bless your ministry and I want to wish you well um and he said that's good he said I'll pray and he said he said Lord I want to thank you my brothers come round." And as I've said in my latest book, dot, 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 dot. he did the very thing that was winding me up so much. But I just bless him. I'm free of him. He's free of me. But more importantly, I had to get my heart right because that was holding me up. It just made us a few comments. But it's important because God hears. You know, we say a day is like a thousand years. It is. So again, not being heavy, but just be aware. You know, if, if, you've le- if you left a church a few years ago, you've moved on from another church, just check your heart's right with everybody. If it is, great. If not, little note, whatever, just get it right. Move on. Not a big deal. Move on, because God's good, and he wants us to move, move forward. So let's um, jump across now to Joshua 6, please. Anyone feeling slightly refreshed yet? Mm. Give us a wave here. Yeah. Getting there. Good father continue to move continue to bless our brothers and sisters so joshua six this is the story of jericho you no know, the walls come tumbling down and all that we did as school uh, sunday school children fantastic story um but there's also a very important story which um often gets overlooked and it's the whole issue of sin in the camp it's a good word you know eh? feel encouraged it's dreadful rep- preparing this thought oh. So Joshua 6, and um, so uh, they've marched around us then, um, so the writing is so small, uh, start at verse 16, I think. The seventh time around, when the, when the priests sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the people shout, for the Lord has given you the city. So going around the city, Joshua says, shout, he's given you the city. And then he gives them this instruction the city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the lord only rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall be spared because she hid the spies when we sent them out but keep away from the devoted things so that you will bring so that you will not bring about your own destruction by taking any of them otherwise you will make the camp of israel liable to destruction and bring disaster on it and then goes on to say that all the articles are for the treasury of the Lord. That's nice. God gives instruction, off you go. People go in, the walls come down, hallelujah, big party. People went straight into the straight ahead, which is a you know, series on its own, that people went in and did their stuff. So Jericho is now in ruins. Fantastic. Hallelujah. Victory. Then we move on to Joshua seven. But the Israelites acted unfaithfully in regard to the devoted things. Oh dear. Achan, son of Kami, the son of Zimri, and the son of Zihar, of the the tribe of Judah, took some of them so that the anger of the Lord burned against Israel. Not just against him, but against all the people. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai which is near Beth-Avon to the east of Bethel, and told them, go up and spy out the region. So the men went out and spied Ai. Now, when they returned to Joshua, they said, not all the people will have to go up against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it, and do not weary all the people, for only a few men are there. So about three thousand men went up, but they were routed by the men of Ai, who killed about thirty-six of them. They chased the Israelites from the city gate as far as the stone quarries and struck them down on the slopes. At this, the hearts of the people melted and became like water. You bet it did. Then Joshua, great leader this, tore his clothes and fell on his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord remaining there till evening. The elders of Israel did the same and sprinkled dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Our sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring this people across the Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Oh Lord, what can I say now? The Israelite, that Israel has been routed by its enemies. The Canaanites and other people of this country will hear all about this. um, and And will surround us and wipe out our name from the earth. What then will we, do, will we do for your great name? Good old whinge, yeah? The Lord said to Joshua, stand up. Sometimes I need to stand up. What are you doing on your face? Israel has sinned and has violated the covenant which I commanded you to keep. They've taken some of the devoted things, stolen them, etc., etc., so he's off on one. Oh Lord, you know, this and we've come all this way and now we're going to get destroyed, and oh if only we'd stayed in if only we'd stayed the other side of the river and, and, and what about your name? He's saying all the right things, but he's missed the point. Yeah. What are you doing? Stand up. Stand up. Let's just talk. Let's stop all this. Stand up. Go to verse nineteen. Then Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord, because they'd found that it was him. Give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel, and give him praise. Tell me what you have done. Do not hide it. Achan replied, it is true. I have sinned against the Lord. And he goes on to say that he, he took the things. He saw them. He really fenced them. He took them. And uh, they go to his, his tent. They find the stuff. And he and his family pay with their life. Terrible. Terrible. Same God. Now, this is very heavy duty. But it's God's word. And it says draw draw out some keys and see what we can apply to our life. The basic lesson here is do what God says. Very simple. Let us do what God says. Now Saul did a similar thing in one uh, Samuel 15. He disobeyed God's commandments. And as a result he was constantly weakened in battle. Constantly weakened in his authority. And eventually he lost everything. Now the good news... We live on the other side of the cross. Because of the grace of God, through Jesus, we are forgiven. And we can live in grace and freedom. That's true. Stand by that. We believe that passionately. However, willfully continuing a sinful lifestyle will have consequences individually, and I believe for us as a body. And I don't think there's anything big going on, so don't panic. Not pointing any fingers, but let's just run a plumb line down our life. Let's just look in our stationary drawer at home and make sure nothing belongs to work. Let's do try and do 30 miles an hour and not fifty miles an hour in a 30 mile an hour limit. Let's make sure that we've paid our taxes. We fulfill promises we've made. Nothing heavy, it's not a heavy word. We live under the grace of God, but let's also ensure that we're living by God's laws as well so I'm not trying to be heavy just trying to um, just trying to be true to the word I tell another little story against myself again this is um, over 20, 20 22 years ago I woke up one sunday morning and my back this is not a word for anyone with a bad back this is my story so this is nothing to do with people with a bad back please hear me and my back oh, oh just, and of course it's Sunday, so must go to church because healing's in the body, and must make it, and must get there. I was in so much pain. So I did what most of us do. You go and have a chat to the Father about it, and you go, Father, my back, did I lie funny? Did I, you know, you get on to the word, did I lie funny? But Father, my back was really painful. and Oh, we got this, we had a joint celebration with another church that day. I was in so much pain. I said, Father, what is it? He said, son, you're a thief. Oh, pardon? Pardon? I'm supposed to hear, I love you. And, 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 and you're precious in my sight. And do what you like and I'll just love you. He said, son, you're a thief. Whoa, where did that come from? And, and the Lord showed me that in the back of my car, I had a pair of Wellington boots and a free, a free golf umbrella that I had got from my previous employer many years before. I'd always left them in the back of the car. I hadn't bothered with it. They were free anyway, you know. But they weren't mine. They belonged to my previous employer. I I mean, it's Sunday morning. We're supposed to be, you know, know, genning up on Jeremiah, so we've got a good word for the worship. And God's talking to me about an umbrella and a pair of Wellington boots in the boot of my car. So I I went to my desk, picked up the pen I'd nicked from work. No, no. (laughs) I <laughs> took out the post it note, which I'd nicked from work. No. So I, I went to my desk, I got a scrap of paper, and left handed, I wrote, I am really sorry, this is yours. And I put some money in the envelope, wrote it with my left hand. I can promise you as I stand here, we drove to where we were going. I stopped at the post office box, I staggered to the post box, I put the envelope in. Half a mile we got to the church and I was completely injured. I was completely healed. Moving back, fine. Knees and toes, knees and toes. You know, So I'm not trying to be heavy. I'm not saying go home and dig and trawl things out and then ring John up. Oh, I've got a list of 55 sins. No, it's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. If he highlights something, deal with it. If he doesn't, carry on enjoying Jesus. So it's not to be a heavy thing. How are we doing? So, um, so another way in which um, unity can be damaged is uh, through broken relationships. It's great, isn't it? I'll read you Philippians 4, 1 to 3. I plead with Udora and I plead with Syndicate to agree with each other in the Lord. Yes, I ask you, loyal yoke fellow... Help these women who have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel, <coughs> along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers, who name, whose names are in the book of life. It was church family. You know, we're family. There is always the potential for broken relationships, personality clashes. You no, know, there's always the potential for that. And there's an excellent chapter on this in Wendy Virgo's book, which is courageous women, is it? Courageous women? Influential women, Yes. If you haven't got a copy, CK from our friends at CLC and get yourself a copy. Wendy Virgo unpacks that beautifully. But he's with two ladies. They both love Jesus. They're both serving in the church. But, you know, they're kind of struggling with each other. Hey, that's life. That's life. So let's be honest. You know, we have differing styles, different manners, different backgrounds, personalities. We can irritate one another. The key is how do I react to it? Do I go, to, I go up to Steve and say, oh, you know, about so-and-so, they really annoy me, the way they chew their toenails during the worship, you know. I've uh, tried it. Just, just, just deal with it. Just do it. Stop it before it comes an issue. Before it comes... If I share a frustration, if I chat to Steve and I share a frustration for prayer, of course, just for prayer, No, no, I could be building a foundation for resentment... And worst of all, creating an environment where a root of bitterness could spring up. So, we're different. We'll have different styles and so forth. It's kind of those things, hold your peace. Just take it to the Lord. Because it will always be there till the day we go. Says in Hebrews 12, make every effort to live in peace with all men. And to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one misses the grace of God. And the no root of bitterness grows up and cause trouble and defile many. So, don't allow that environment, don't allow that soil for a root of bitterness, niggle away. Just say, Father, I find them a bit difficult, but I pray for them, bless them, hallelujah, love them, and move on. It's fine. Look at the consequences when we're living in relationship. You carry on in Philippians, and it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, no, no. concentrate on this difficult relationship issue always. It doesn't say that. I didn't do that in my preparation. That's quite a good one, isn't it? Because we do that, don't we? we? We concentrate on this issue or, or this, this, this problem or this conflict. No, rejoice in the Lord always. As, as Janet so wise said. I will praise him. We're real, but rejoice in the Lord always. I say again, rejoice let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. How great is that? Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, might. <laughs> oh Everyone's asleep now. Will. And the, which trans, and the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Won't guard your mind in sentiment and gooey thoughts in Christ Jesus, in Christ alone? Oh, line up for a song, isn't it? <coughs> you know, what happened between Acts one eleven and Jesus ascending and Acts one? I reckon they, they, before Pentecost, I reckon they were sorting out their relationships. You know that, Peter? Do you see how many times he denied Jesus? Oh, yeah, well, at least I didn't run away, mate. At least I went in the courtroom, undone by his tut- a little girl like that. Yeah, well, what- and they're all fighting. Well, you lent on Jesus' breast. I didn't see you when he was... I think they sorted it out. I think they were sorting it out. They were in that upper room a long time. 120 people. Final one, because I want to get to the good stuff. I believe that we can damage unity... When we miss obedience through spiritual excitement. Now, this is the one I hope we're going to be tr- troubled with because I genuinely believe that we are going to see an increase in God's activity amongst us an increase in healing, an increase in miracles, an increase in release, an increase in prophecy. You can say amen if you want, you know, an increase in signs and wonders, lasting, authentic. Moves, of God. I genuinely, honestly believe that we are going to see an increase. Don't know how, but we're going to see an increase. And as we do, we just need to make sure that we're still getting the basics right. So, let me read to you Exodus 4 19 to twenty. This is about um, Moses. He's uh, God's spoken to him, and um, and uh, God has given him this call, and it's time to do something about it. So the Lord said to Moses in Midian, "Go back to Egypt." For all the men who wanted to kill you are dead. So Moses took his wife and sons, put them on a donkey and started back to Egypt. And he took his staff, authority, the staff of God in his hand. Fantastic. God's called me to go to Egypt. So I'm off to Egypt. I'm going to be obedient. I'm off to Egypt. Look at this strange, weird verse in in verse 24. At the lodging place on the way, the Lord met Moses and was about to kill him. Is that in your Bible? Yeah? That's a bit strange. Hang on a minute. The Lord told him to go. Now he's doing what God says, and the Lord's trying to kill him. Does that, does that trouble you too? Is it only me that goes, Lord, I thought you were nice and you just loved me? Well, Ziphrah took a flint knife, cut off her son's foreskin, and touched Moses' feet with it. Surely you're a bridegroom of blood to me, she said. So the Lord let him alone. At that time, she said, bridegroom of blood, referring to circumcision. If you look at Genesis 17, 10 to 14, you'll see why that's so important, because I'm out of time. When, When we see people getting healed, and when we see signs and wonders, let's rejoice in Jesus. Let's give God the glory. Let's rejoice with the people, but let's not be fooled that we must still get the other things right When the Holy Spirit starts to move, let's continue to love one another. Let's continue to serve. Don't forget to honour your mother and father. Don't forget to show hospitality. Because these are all important things. He goes, yeah. Well, uh, I don't need to worry about my mum. I mean, oh, I mean, silly <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're praying for the sick now. That's so important. We're seeing great signs, but I can't visit. It's not time. No, 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 no. The word says, honour your mother and father. Anointing and power is no. Doesn't prove you've got good character. You're right there. I want to say, no, no. I think I think they're writing a check. <laughs> Because when, when, when we start moving in the anointing, you know, power comes and power can corrupt very, very fast. If, the, if through this grace God uses us, that's fantastic. Let's press in for more. Let's earnestly desire to prophesy. Let's earnestly desire to pray for the sick. Let's, let's keep going for it. But as we do that, let's not forget the basics as well. Very important. Earnestly desire spiritual gifts. Desire to move in the anointing, but God, your heart. Let's stay submissive and in unity because God loves and loves to anoint unity. So, anecdotes. Hooray, the good side. Positive things that we can do. Um, looking at time, I'm still going to read it because the word is more important than my anecdote. So, Ezra because we're still just coming to our end of series on Ezra and Nehemiah. I'll just read Ezra 5, verse 1 and 2. Just hang on in there with us. Now, Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the prophet, a descendant of Iddo, prophesied to the Jews in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of God of Israel, who was over them. Then Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel and Jeshua, son of Jehoshadak, set to work to rebuild the house... Of God in Jerusalem, and the prophets were with them, encouraging them or helping them. The leaders were in unity themselves, and the people followed. Isn't that fantastic? The people, as it goes on through um, Ezra Nehemiah, they purified themselves, they separated themselves, they sought the Lord, and they received encouragement. Extremely countercultural. I think it was David that was speaking about countercultural recently. Very countercultural, because. We're living in his kingdom whilst we're in this world. Countercultural. <clears throat> Separate ourselves. Seek the Lord. Purify ourselves. There was unity in fasting and seeking the Lord. That's in Ezra 8, 23 Now we've got a fasting day coming up Thursday. Of course, I don't do it. You know, I don't bother doing it. But we've got a fasting day coming up on Thursday week. But of course, not, no point doing it. We have a fasting day coming up. Join us. Read Isaiah 58 and you can still eat. Just stop pointing the finger. For a day, I'm going to stop criticising someone, you know, fasting. It's another subject on itself. But let's be in unity. You know, if you're diabetic, then eat all day. That's absolutely fine. Give up the telly or whatever. I don't know. That, that's a separate issue. But let's do it together. If you're looking after an aged relative, you need to, you need to feed yourself. That's fine. But let's do it together. In Nehemiah 9.2, there was unity in confession. There was unity in listening to the word and worshipping God in, in 9.3 and 8.1. And there was unity in building together. Ezra 1, the whole of Ezra chapter 3. There was unity in building together. Can I, I, just, I just want to ask a question, and I'm not going to do anything scary or abuse this. But could everyone just close their eyes? I just want to ask a question. You just close your eyes. Only I've got my eyes open. If you have read or looked at the last New Frontiers magazine, could you just put your hand up? Okay, thanks very much. Okay, that's, that's an encouraging response. Um, we are part of the New Frontiers family. This is part of the equipping that we have as a church. And, and you know, I do find reading really difficult, but there's some good articles in there which you could find quite helpful. So part of our unity, it's good to expose ourselves to those things too. What else can we do? We can submit ourselves to the Word of God. James four seven. We can trust and submit to leadership, because even Jesus did. Luke two, fifty one, of course, one Peter two, thirteen. Pursue peace with all men. And the thing that I really feel God's been highlighting to me over the last twenty four hours avoid isolation. It is good to be together. It says, do not stop meeting together. And I'm sure it's in Hebrews or James. I couldn't find it anywhere yesterday. But let's continue. Find it, Steve. It is is he Hebrews 10? I think it's James 5, James 1, Hebrews 12. Hebrews 10. I'll get it in a minute. Thank you. Um, but avoid isolation. Now, Elijah said, Elijah had been through all this stuff and he said, I'm the only one. I'm the only one who hasn't bowed my knee to Baal. And there were 7,000. He thought he was the only one. And... and we're out of time, but avoid isolation, especially self-imposed isolation. Come together with your brothers and sisters. If you physically can make it on Sunday, and for some people on Sunday, you know, physically it's hard work, thank you for coming. Thank you that you break through that pain and, 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 and difficulty and, and inconvenience you feel. Thank you, especially for older people. It is difficult. Thank you for making the effort to come. Thank you to those that come along to Freight on Thursday lunchtime. Thank you. So, if God's silent, just check you did the last thing he asked. Let God's peace guard your heart. Philippians 4, 5. Set your mind on what is good. Philippians 4, 8. Let's guard what God has entrusted to us. 1 Timothy six twenty. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. We're going to look at this a bit more next Sunday week in the evening. To be filled with the Holy Spirit. Continue to soak ourselves in God's word. And not just sentiment. I've got one more chance to get into trouble. Many years ago, someone had a poster. Kay, forgive me if you sell this one. (laughs) And it it had a basket with a little puppy. And the puppy was holding onto the basket. A handle about to fall into the basket. And underneath it said... With you, Lord, I can just make it through the day. And I thought, I'm really sorry if anyone's got that poster. I said that to someone once and they did. But no, you know, Jesus is Lord. Yes, we have difficulties and struggles, but he is Lord. We don't make it. His spirit equips us. Why you cast down on my soul? I will praise him. Jesus is real. We have to be real. But also, that's the truth. The word is what's going to build us up. So I know this seems heavy duty, just forgive me. We do live under the grace of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Grace of God, the grace of God, the grace of God. But growing up can hurt. Look at the life of Moses, Elijah, David, (laughs) Elisha. These guys, Peter, Paul, they they, they had to go through an awful lot. It's part of the honing process, but God never left them. I'm going to leave the rest. Let me just finally again, because I really want to encourage folk um, on this whole area of isolation. One of the things the enemy loves to do is to just put us, push us to the side on our own and tell us that we're rubbish, we're useless, nobody loves us. You know, Steve looked at you funny, so he obviously was angry with you during the worship. Does anyone else think that? Like, is it only Julia and I that think like that? <laughs> Hooray, we have one or two. Okay, you yeah. And then, of course, something always sort of happens that reinforces that. You know, that, that. Let me encourage you not to isolate yourself. Don't isolate yourself. Be within the body. Even if you come on, you know, you come to, along to our cell and you think, oh, that was a pretty rubbish one. At least you came. We were together. We were together because we're learning to love one another. We're worshipping Jesus. So let me just um, finally read this. And I um, would like to take the opportunity to pray for people, especially those who feel isolated. But do that once we've broken up for coffee because we don't want to embarrass anyone or whatever. So let, let this just wash over you as I close. From Isaiah 41, verse 9. But you, O Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth and from the furthest corners I called you. I said, you are my servant... And I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear. I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand, who says to you, do not fear, I will help you. Father God, I just want to thank you so much that you never leave us and that you never forsake us. That you say, I will help you. And you say, I am your God. Father We pray for one another. We pray for those who are having such a hard time. In so much turmoil of mind and discomfort in health. Lord Jesus, we proclaim over them that you are their Lord. Father, that you will take them by the right hand. Father, all I can offer is sympathy. But Jesus, you can do something supernatural. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you care about us. And Father, I also want to thank you for people in this body who are pushing on, who are acting on the word of God, who are loving people, who are laying down their lives for one another. Pray for more, Father, more of the prophetic, more of your strength, more of your Holy Spirit. Lord, that we wouldn't just be a bless me club, but Father, that those around us would be impacted by the truth of Jesus. Jesus, we just give you the glory and the honour. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to build your church. Amen. So, coffee will be available shortly. As say, well, John and David and Steve and I will be buzzing around if, if you want to uh, chat.